Welcome to episode 67 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have some fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL in Kraken Pod News, the merch from Merch Man has arrived. You're starting to see those, and it is awesome. In our Kraken reaction, these March playoffs, man, they are tough. Uh, when is Berkey coming back? We don't know. But we'll talk about last week's games, the upcoming games, eh? no dumb questions. Which NHL team once drafted a player that didn't exist? This is something new to me, so maybe this is my dumb question. And in our three stars of the week, we're going to go over what was cool in our personal lives. So let's get to it. We do need to talk. Maybe you don't want to talk about them, but we got to talk about these Kraken. So welcome to episode 67 of The Kraken Pod. Let's go. What is up? My name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. That was a hard puh. It was. I yeah. pop, I <laughs> pop, pop my peas. Popping that. Yeah. Not good. Popping peas and podcasts. <laughs> Crack a pod. That is. If I was back in radio school, they would give me a solid D. Yeah. Yeah. Can't. Now radio school, people just start in podcasts. Used to record on reels, like reel to reel. Mm-hmm. That's how old I am. Like a movie reel? Like a... No, like audio reel tape. Have I'm just picturing those? like... No, I've never seen You've one. You've never seen an audio reel? No. That's cool. Okay. Man, I feel... You're not that much younger than me. Come on, dude. What the hell? Anyway, how are you? I'm good, man. Um, yeah, I'm good. I was hungover for about uh, 36 hours after this weekend, but I'm good. Uh, you know, I drank a, a good amount too, but I did not do cool stuff like you. It was basically like, it was all between, uh, like f- six or seven sports events for the kids. Nice. Um, but you went to the Irish channel parade in new Orleans. Yeah. Um, you know, we always find a way to have a parade and, mm-hmm. uh, the weekend before St. Patrick's day is something called the Irish channel parade and it's, uh, awesome. It's a tradition and it's a, re- it's basically a Mardi Gras parade, but it's St. Patrick's yeah, day. Yeah. 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 So where did you hang out? Uh, right in front of this bar, Tracy's, yeah, which is probably the like most the epicenter. It's the epicenter of everything. Mm-hmm. I regret it, honestly. <laughs> um, I don't regret the day. I just regret kind of that like meetup spot because I was at my barber shop. I forgot that they drink, and so when I pulled up there, they already had like uh glasses of Jameson poured for me. Like we were ready to roll. And I'm like, oh shit, I forgot that. So I you're get- getting your haircut before the Irish Channel Parade. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, dude, here's some Jameson. Yeah, as soon as I walked in, like, like 10 a.m., Jameson was ready. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so, parade day. Yeah. Had, a, had some before and after the haircut, and then proceeded to drive from there uh, to the bar, which is a pain in the eye. Everything's shut down, streets are shut down. So I had to park some random street. I just got my car back yesterday from parking it there Saturday afternoon. <laughs> so that kind of tells you where I was at the weekend. But yeah, it was a marathon. That's all. Well, you yeah. had a good time. Yeah, I had a really good time. I did um, I did a, a degenerate move I haven't done in a very long time, um, which you, I know you'll appreciate. What? So you, you smoked a cigar. No, no. Did no. you remove? Is you drank? You drank something? Uh, you drank a uh, cup that wasn't yours? No, because I, I, I honestly, I, what you're setting me up for, I'm going to sound way worse than what you're saying. So, ba- <laughs> so I'm at a bar and I am. I am next level intoxicated, and I'm like, I'm going to be sick. I have the spins. Oh yeah, I haven't eaten. Ooh, I've been dude. going out all day. I've been I've been drinking like whiskey doubles all day, and I didn't plan on being out that long. So of course, I haven't eaten anything. And I'm at this bar, and it's pretty dead. And usually, this bar, I won't even name it because no one will re- get the reference. But uh, so I'm at the bar, and I start getting the spins. I'm like, I got to get something to eat, <laughs> but I can't. And I'm like, I'm going to be sick, but I'm still cognizant enough to know that I'm going to be sick. And so I go into the bathroom and thankfully the bar is dead because that bar is a, is a bar that gets popular like around like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Because again, 24 hour bars in New Orleans. Anyways. Uh, is this McDonald's bathroom, New York City? Level? No, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a degenerate. Did you paint the bathroom? Uh, so I walk in the bathroom and it's like one giant, you know, if you're a dude, you understand what I'm talking about. It's like one giant pig trough that like goes around and it's 
like it's fucking disgusting. By the way, that was my my first experience with those was at Joe Louis Arena uh, watching. Wait, Ravens really? Game. Yeah, like one of them. I, actually, uh, maybe the Detroit Tigers too, because that's what that's how old school trough. Yeah. When you're a Just kid, a giant pig trough. You're lining up against other, yeah, you know, old guys, and you're, and you're like, like little peepees, like at the level of like the thing. You're yeah. like, I don't even know how to get a to pee in, and it's intimidating because <laughs> everybody's got doing the thing anyway. So there's a trough. Yeah. So there's a trough, and no one's in there, and I'm like, and I can't lock it because it's one of those bathrooms where like you know people can kind of come in and out. It's right off off the main bar. So I'm like, I got to do this quick. And I just like start projectile vomiting. I mean like, and I'm like, I'm, I'm filling up the trough. Good intro. I'm, I mean, there, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot happening and it's all coming out. And uh. as soon as I'm done, and I'm pretty quick about it. So it comes out and I'm like done. I wipe my mouth and I go into the sink and I'm like rinsing up my mouth and I'm washing my hands. Literally about five seconds after I'm finished, I'm washing my hands. These two guys come in and they're younger and they're looking around like, oh, man, what the hell? Like, someone got sick in here? And without, like, missing a beat, I'm like, yeah, dude, super nasty. Like, I don't know. Like, I just came here to pee. And there's fucking vomit all in the trough. Like, how? Smooth. So now I'm having a conversation yeah. with them. And they're like, oh, that's nasty. I wonder who it was. I'm like, dude, I don't even know. This is crazy. I just walked in here. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so I managed to. Uh, oh, man. That's I managed, awesome. I managed to pull that off. So, Good yeah. I'm not proud of myself, um, you know, to be at that level. But, you know, sometimes it is what it is. You know what? This is, we, hey, we all. We learn, right? Yeah. I, do we I? learn? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's like for a couple months, you learn and you go back and then yeah. you learn. The, yeah, exactly. That's what we all do, yeah, right? So yeah. that's good. So. That's been pretty awesome though. You pawned it off on somebody else. I did, yeah, without missing a beat. I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Super crazy. Well, on, I, you know, it's but that, on that note, real quick is like if I go use a public restroom and I go in and it's an absolute disaster, mm-hmm. I do feel like I need to like clean it up a little bit or something, which yeah. is disgusting. Well, mine was like, straight up in the trough, by the way. I didn't like spray the walls or anything. Yeah. It was like in the, awesome. in the trough. Are fucking nads. So but I don't want to be like I when I don't want to walk out like you. It worked out perfectly for you, but I want to oh, walk yeah. out and somebody goes in, yeah, and then like they come out and I'm, I'm sitting at the table like, oh, that's the guy who went in there and messed up the bathroom. No, exactly. it, was like, it wasn't me. Yeah. It was the person before me. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, it so, was great timing. I was washing my hands. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's nasty in here. I don't know what's going on. I would, I would say I, I would give you credit for that. That's good. You you, you did it the right way. It's uh-huh. also it's called it's a pro move. It's not a. It move. definitely felt like a move that I unfortunately am like way too familiar with in that in that scenario. So. Well, hey, uh, the transition to merch, merch man, merch man has done his job, mm-hmm. uh, and when he's not puking in in uh, troughs <laughs> in New Orleans <laughs> in the bathroom, he has put together uh, awesome merchandise. It has started to show up to you, the Kraken Pod fam, mm-hmm. and people. Uh, thank you so much for ordering this stuff. Uh, the merchandise, the the beers for Beneer shirts, the mugs, all that sort of stuff are showing up. The the Kraken Pod family stickers, and uh, they they're loving our notepad thank you notes as mm-hmm. well that they yeah. were torn out from your. Yeah. From your little notebook, which is awesome. I love it. This is fantastic. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I was just trying to do like a little something, something. And know? the highlight from last night's game, which we didn't watch, which was a good thing because we got smoked by the well, stars. Well, it was blacked out. Our, we have to defend ourselves. It was blacked out. I do know that I can listen to the, the audio. I was tracking it on my phone while getting some work done. Same. The Kraken were getting buried. And I'm like, I don't feel like listening to them get their dicks kicked in. I think I'm as, just going to track it on my phone. As huge Seattle Kraken fans, it's okay for us to have our own emotions around the crack. If we don't want to watch them, because we're pissed, we don't watch. Well, them. then the game is blacked out. I would, if it wasn't, I would have still ended up watching it. But it's the only time it's blacked out for us because for some reason they count New Orleans like the Dallas Stars market, and so they just basically shut us off from watching anything. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It was on ESPN Plus, but uh, it, they, they're on Bally Sports here, which is I don't know. I if don't that know. Anyway, but anyway, the, the highlight though for us was you got a screenshot from a friend who was at the game. Yes, and shout out to Root Sports, yeah, Northwest. Which wish we had you here in Louisiana, which wouldn't make sense geographically. Graphically. Uh, <laughs> but y'all, they put out a picture of our Beers for Veneers merch yeah. from a Kraken Pod family yeah. member on the big screen at yeah. Kraken Pledge Arena. Yeah. Our names were up there. Weird. On the screen. It was so weird. It was really weird. And a neat thing. So I was like, you guys are cool promoting this? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. They're just, they're, that's what's cool. Was they're there just, oversight on someone? Well, Did someone lose their job? Like they post that and they were no. like, what in the hell? You know what? I'm sure, look, I'm sure they've, they've shown other podcast stuff up there too and yeah, other fans. Yeah, yeah. And we're fans of the game and we created stuff and that's cool that they shared that. So yeah, I had, I had, a, I had a, a buddy of mine that I've like grown up with, like a lifelong friend. I've known since like, uh, like what, middle school? Yeah. And uh, he was the one who was texting me he's like dude i'm at the game and uh 
why is your name on the twins? I was like, what are you talking about? And then I was like, get me a photo. And then that's the photo I sent you later. That's so cool. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. That was awesome. Well, thank yeah. you, Root Sports. Appreciate that. That's totally neat. The merchandise is still around. I haven't gotten mine yet, so I'm a little pissed. I'm order number 18. Still haven't gotten mine. I told them not to actually fuck, ship Joey? our stuff and that I would just bring it to my house and hold it. And you know what they did? They shipped it anyways. They shipped me a fucking sticker because I had like a test order yeah. just to make sure it went through. And I was like, hey, don't do that because we don't need to pay for shipping on things that I can just pick up. Well, well they just ignored that and now they're shipping it. Well, so I'm, We're at Joey's house right now. I'm just going to like take something from your house. Well, it's on my laptop. It. I'm going to hold sticker. it. Oh, man, I yeah. want that on my laptop. Well, I don't know. Well, I'm going to take tell something you. from your house and I'm not going to give it back until I get my shit. You can take my cat. You can take Theo. No, I can't. Your take kids Theo. would love Theo. No, no, I can't. He's too friendly. Don't. He's adorable. He is. I'm not saying he's not. I'm yeah. just like, yeah. don't need another thing to take care of. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you very much, Merch Man. And let's let's get into it. Let's get into it because I know some people are worried. I know you're not worried. Joey's not worried. Nope. I'm not worried. But let's get to it. Your Kraken reaction. So, Joey, the, the March playoffs, they giveth and they taketh away. Yes. And they have taketh away for the last three games. Yes. The Kraken are taketh away from themselves. But here, I want to do a little pep talk. Little this should be, all right. Kraken Lasso over here. Yeah. Okay, look. Jeff Lasso. I'm seeing last night because last night was, you know, kind of, I get it. Like, we had our emotional moments because we were blacked out and kind of pissed off. And I was following with Twitter. So, I was like watching, you know, but a lot of people were getting pissed. Like, this is, we're not going to make the playoffs. We're making playoffs, y'all. Mm-hmm. We're making playoffs. Okay. Okay. Now, there was a point made by somebody, and I, I can't credit you because I, I didn't smartly screenshot this, but uh, we have some games coming up against Nashville soon, shortly. Yes. And uh, those... Back-to-back. Those are potentially, like, somebody said they're playing games. Not playing games, but we've got to win them. There's a, lot of, there's a lot on the line. There's more there's, on the line than we would like at this point. In the wild-card race, there's one team that really can catch up, and that's pretty much the, the Predators. And, and Calgary's got a shot, too. Yeah. But anyway, so we're going to make the playoffs. Playoffs, okay, and here's the here's the deal: is before the season, I famously said that they would make the playoffs. Joey famously doubted them and said no. So mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> sorry, I'm a realist. I'm sorry, know. yeah, it's not, I'm, I'm a scarred, I'm a, realist I'm a scarred too. Seattle fan, and Jeff. I'm a scarred, I'm a scarred Seattle fan. But here's what's awesome about this: is no matter what happens, is the plan. Uh, for as much as I love to see major moves made and people dealt and bring in big guns, is the plan is working out. Okay, you know Ronnie Francis has got a master plan. Uh, he's got great things in the works. We are not the Philadelphia Flyers who mm-hmm. continually suck and and have been in like this suckville uh, on the verge of like they they you know, oh like we're just gonna we're gonna stay the course and maybe we'll make playoffs maybe we won't when they've needed to rebuild for years. Oh yeah, fuck that's that. not us. Yeah, I agree. that's not us. We'll win a Stanley Cup before the Philadelphia Flyers. Wow. Okay. So I hope someone clips that. Absolutely. Yeah, we, there you go. The Seattle Kraken. My name is Jeff Janusic at Jeff Janusic. <laughs> Everywhere, the Seattle Kraken will win the Stanley Cup before the Philadelphia Flyers do. Okay. Okay. All right. There is that. So then the other thing, too, and, and we'll talk about these games real quick here, but when is when is Berkey back? When is Berkey back? I don't know. I think the last three games, uh, a lack of Burakovsky, he, he, he just, he really brings in a catalyst, catalyst to this this uh, lineup, the offense, and, it, and he makes uh, defenses have to spread themselves too thin uh, based on his skill, and that gives everybody else room to to score and do their thing. So him not being around, I think these last three games really affected that. So, uh, so number one, they'll make playoffs. The March playoffs are tough. They give it and they take it away. We have, are on a great course. Life will be good for the Kraken for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Got so much positivity going on. And when the hell is Berkey going to be back? That those are my initial Kraken reaction notes. I like it, and and I agree with you about the last couple of games because I think the game against Ottawa. And the, and the first game against Dallas with the Kraken loss in overtime, it's like, you know, it's hard not to think about what it would look like if Berkey was back for those games. So I'm right. with you 100%. But with that being said, like, it's all hypothetical. These are, you know, this is something that we're asking that we're never going to know the answer to. So it's not like we can really dwell on it. Like, we're playing with who we're playing with right now. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, like, this is the result of the game. But we can talk about a good game first, and that's Tuesday against Anaheim. The game that I said the Kraken are definitely going to win and keep the winning streak going, which is exactly what they did. Look at that. They ended up winning 5-2. to two. Listen, the Ducks fucking suck. And for some reason, I, I, my memory when it comes to certain things, it's like I really just don't forget some shit. And losing in overtime in the very beginning of the season, the season opener to them, was just a game that I like have in the back of my mind because they're just not a good team. 
Five wins in a row for, for the Kraken. They handle business. Father Canner is on a heater. It's his fifth goal in five games, 31st on the season. Man. Spronger scores. It's his first goal since January 17th. This is the fourth time that the Seattle Kraken this year have won five games or more. Last year, their longest winning streak was three games, and they only did that once. Um, uh, our boy, Matty Beers for Beneers, he had to assist to continue adding uh, to his rookie total, which leads all rookies across the NHL. Given the call to already, because I want to cash in on that bet that we have. Dude, I'm so, so low on funds. I want it. I, need I want that, that money. I want I that money. It. I actually, I kind of need it. My gambling funds yeah. are low. I need it. Uh, and then Gruby, of course, uh, he had 20 saves, and that was his fourth straight win. If there's one positive thing I have to say about the Ducks, which I don't like doing, dude, that Trevor Zegras goal where he went between the legs – and then put it on Groovy like that. I was there's just some things that it, he does where I'm like I can't tell if I like if I like him as like a, an actual person or not. I don't know. I feel like sometimes things come out about him like this kid seems like he, kind of a douche. He, he is God kind of a damn douche. it. On the ice. Like he's got like an exceptional oh, skill skilled. level. The yeah. stuff that he does, I'm like, dude, you're you're dancing around these guys like you're like they're in junior hockey right now and you're like what, 20 years old, 21? You know, he look, I I'm going to kind of like and I agree with you about him, but Trevor Zegers, I think that was a little bit of a playground move and like I wasn't I've seen it before, not super impressed. Like it's cool that he did it, but at the same time We well, had like, two defenders on him. I know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, maybe that, just, that means maybe nothing I'm, to you. Okay. Maybe I'm just a little No, 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 no. I'm okay. I'm I know it was amazing, but I'm just, for some reason, I'm not taking that away from you. I'm just saying, like, for me, I was like, eh, I don't want to hear about this. You know, whatever. Let's move no, on. No, I'm with you. I think, the, and where I agree with you on that is, I got really frustrated with the coverage of the game because it was, like, during the intermission. I think even, like, ESPN afterwards, like, if you watch, like, the breakdown of the game, it's like, Trevor Zegras has a highlight goal, and it's like in a 5-2 loss to the Kraken. It's like that that shouldn't be the highlight of the game I want to talk about because I thought it was a cool play, but the highlight of the game is Seattle beating the hell out of Anaheim. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, they're like, hey, here's the highlight. Trevor Zegras, good at hockey. You know, I don't know what happened these next few games, although, um, you know, pretty hard fought, I, I would say, uh, for many different reasons. But mm -hmm. uh, something's going on there in, in the locker room a little bit, and I, I really hope that they can rally around the fact that nobody – in the National Hockey League or nobody in, in the National Hockey League national media, mm -hmm. too many times saying national, respects the Kraken. You've got, <laughs> you know, Jared McCann, who scorns like crazy. He's just like, he's just awesome. Yeah. You know, so awesome that he's a Seattle Kraken for a long time, which is great. And I, I, I'm tired of them not getting credit, but I also love it because I hope it drives them. No, right? I, yeah, we talked about this last week as well. I'm with you. Now, okay, let's move on. Thursday versus Ottawa. This was a game that you and I, without even like communicating, we were on the same page. So the Kraken go down 3 nothing early, but for whatever reason, I was in Jeff Lasso mode as well because as I'm watching the game, I'm like, the Kraken are going to come back. And even you tweeted I out. I felt that vibe. You, yeah, I had, I, okay, we're, our, we're a vibes podcast. We, we, had the, we had the same vibes the going vibes on only, because man. as I'm watching the game, I'm like, this isn't who this team is tonight, and they're going to find a way to come back. And when you tweet out, like, the don't call to come back, I'm like, yeah, it's happening. They're down 3 nothing. They end up not only tying the game, but they end up taking the lead. Uh, it's Alex DeBrincat, though, for the Senators that scores with less than three minutes left in regulation to win it. Mm. That was really tough because Borgie was in a really good position to defend the puck on that play. And you can tell that, like, when they end up scoring that goal, he did the thing where he, like, threw his hands up and, like, looked up at the sky yep. or, you know, the rafters or whatever because he was fu he's fucking frustrated because he was in a perfect position to defend it. The goal shouldn't have happened, but, you know, DeBrincat was hustling. They're making plays happen. And when you're a really good player, you know, you do more stuff like this and you're going to end up scoring a goal, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, Pausing uh, Father Canner, again, he scores two more goals, 32 <laughs> and 33 on the season. Uh, Schwartzy, he gets a goal. That's a point streak of him for five games in a row. Our boy, your boy, Vince Dundertaker, he scores a goal. Um, and then after the game, because, you know, the Kraken, they end up losing five to four. They went down three, nothing early. The first 10 minutes of the game were really sloppy. Um, he had a really good quote and his quote was, we gave them every opportunity that they had. They're a very desperate team right now. They are right in the playoff race. They gave it the best for the first 10 minutes they had. We need to be prepared. We need to do a better job in our building. Vince Dunn leading Kraken scorer right now, points leader, and also... No way. Yeah, look it up. And also, he is now top 10 in defensive scoring. In defensive scoring. This yeah. dude's getting paid. 
and I hope it's by the Seattle Kraken. And that's no, a he's getting paid, he's getting paid by the Kraken. That for game, sure. an equal amount of suck of Kraken shit, and an yeah. equal amount of holy crap. Look yeah. at this team. Like, look what this team can do, which is frustrating because it's like you you take your foot off the gas for the first ten minutes of the game, and when you're playing a talented team, they're going to bury you. That's just the reality no, of the situation. I agree. The, uh, I also uh, so by the way, in my good vibes parlay, I did call if the Kraken would have won. I, I would have won big because I called. Father Canner and Schwartzy yeah, scoring a goal. I did see that. Which I rarely do two predictions. I know. So. And also Father Canner and Schwartz, yeah, again, like that that, you know, game was a, yeah. a five point um a five game point streak for him, but it's not like this guy scoring on the reg. So that was no. a, that was a nice little parlay you had going and, there. And I was putting together that uh, don't call it a comeback tweet when they scored that first goal. No, I know it was three one, and that's when you sent like, it out. And I I saw it, and I was like, I'm on the same page. I actually feel like the Kraken are going to come back and make this a game. So, so yeah. he, here's something. I don't know if it's Berkey. I don't know what's up, but the Kraken just can't find their groove at home. I saw, yeah. you know, I, you know, I don't like the deep stats, right? But like, I saw a a, a grid yesterday, like the differential. Oh, you're looking at grids now. It was like a thing. <laughs> It was like a graph, one of those graphs. Like I don't a know. Venn diagram with something, lines. and it said uh, it said uh, the difference between um, home wins versus road wins, mm-hmm. and it was like number two on the like uh, list. Like the the top was the best teams at home, and it mm-hmm. went all the way down to like the worst teams at home. That's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, the cracker were like at the bottom of the list. Yeah. most like eighty percent of their wins have come on the on road. The road, yeah. Right, so like, and and which was crazy. I didn't realize this. Arizona was number one in home wins, which that maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe we need to like reduce Climate Pledge Arena down to like five thousand seats mm-hmm. and just make it like a college atmosphere. Maybe that's what the secret is. You need to go to like the University of Washington and be like, hey, yeah. we're gonna start playing games here. Uh-huh. And they're just like, okay, whatever yep. you guys got to do. And Boom, then, undefeated at home, Stanley Cup. Cheers will be fifty dollars. Yes, and seats will be a thousand. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God! You totally. know how many expensive seats would We've be if it. they could fit like three thousand people in there. Got that money? <laughs> got it. It's all right. But uh, so like that's that that is we are a playoff team, mm-hmm. right? And I am worried though. They have to find the grit to figure out the funk like, climate pledge. What yeah. is it? Is is it? It's not buoy. We know that. No, it's not. Bowie is like kicking ass. Yeah, just lo- I'm like I'm, I'm honestly I'm really enjoying seeing everybody hang out with Bowie. It I'm was the jealous. moment I saw Bowie after a loss, head banging up against the glass at Climate Pledge. I was like, yeah, Bowie doesn't fuck around. He is. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, all right. So two games against Dallas, right? Not back to back. Couple days in between, and uh-huh. the the first of the two was a pretty solid effort. We secured a point. Okay. But <laughs> we got a point. We got a point. The Kraken lose. It's four to three. The game is in overtime. Rupe, I'm saying his name right now. Yes. Rupe Hints, the guy who we talked about on last week's episode. I was like, look, you know, keep an eye out for this guy. He's a lot of fun to watch. You were talking about Jason Robertson, which we'll get into because they <laughs> so both good. they both basically did numbers on us in, in these games and they scored when it mattered. Um, Rupe was the one who actually ended up scoring first. Uh, for Dallas, and it was actually off a Grubauer rebound, which pains me because that's something that I've been looking at him to work on. With that being said, he has been playing like exceptionally better lately. But those rebounds are yes. are uh, you know they're they're a point of weakness, and that's how you know Rupe was able to get the rebound from a teammate, and he did not miss. And you know the net was wide open because Gruby couldn't get around to the other side of the crease, and that's a wrap on that. Uh, Ebbs, Bjorkstrand, and Donato all score for the Kraken. Our boy again, Vince, the Dundertaker. He has two assists to continue adding to that fucking paycheck. That Brinks truck Oof. is going to back up for him, and it's going to open up. And Vince Dunn is going to be swimming in a pile of cash. He's going to be like the dude uh, in Breaking Bad, like the memes of like he's like laying on a bed of cash. Like oh, that's going to be Vince dude, Dunn in dude. like a couple months from now. I cannot wait till they sign Vince Dunn because that as soon as they do, we're going to have the Dundertaker shirts ready to go. We got we got design. That'll be those. our second round of merch. Vin, yeah, the Dundertaker T-shirt, and we're friggin' doing that. I like it. Um, overtime. Love that guy. So here, whose favorite player is that? And did I, when did I say that? At the beginning of the first season? Beginning of the first season. You called it. You did call it. And I had to back you because I, I remember when I was like looking up uh, highlights of him and there was like highlights of him like fighting people in the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he wasn't even like on the ice. It was like after a game Hell in the yeah. tunnel. He's like, fuck you, mother. I'm like, oh, I like this guy. Wait till playoffs. Just wait till playoffs when then shit means something and guys really get fired up. We're gonna. I'm telling you, we may not make it out of the first round, although I, I sneaky think we could. I, but I, we... We will walk away with some story to hang on to, some fire, some anger. 
I hope so. We will. I hope, that's what I, we need. I, I want to see more toughness from this team, man. They that show, is true. They show they show flashes of it, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not enough for me. I want to see some more toughness from these guys. So. Yep. Overtime for this game is really interesting because it's just like been reflective of how this team has been the entire season where the Kraken control the puck for the majority of overtime, which they've been really good at doing. Like we've demonstrated that we have the ability to do that. Um, shit, what was that game recently where we controlled the puck the entire time? The other team, other team didn't oh, even touch had, it. That shit. And then Gord had the ago. and then Gord had the goal from the Vince Dunn pass when he put it oh, uh, overtime, blocker was it side. Colorado? Was Colorado? I want to say it was Colorado. No, that, that was the overtime. Okay, so that was the overtime win. But overtime there was, blocker side. There was a shift side. against St. Louis. It was yeah, it was against Colorado. We You're thinking sh- St. Louis too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. We're mer- games so, are so, merging together. Yeah, everything's a blur. We're what? Like we're almost seventy games into the season now. Yeah, yeah. So. It's great because the Kraken control the puck. I'm like, okay, here we go. We're setting it up. Then there's an issue because there's a face-off, and the Kraken end up losing the face-off. And as a result of that face-off, that is when Dallas buries the Seattle Kraken. And that's incredibly frustrating for me. And I was like, you know what? I know the Kraken have not been good this year on the face-off. It's been a point of contention. It's been talked about a lot. We haven't been able to figure it out. Let me look at the stats. And I looked it up. Right now, the Kraken are 29th in the NHL. They have a 45.9% face-off win percentage. Uh, Not good, Bob. So it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know, man. It's a problem that they've had all fucking season long. And, you know, when you go um, into a face-off against a really good team and you end up losing it and you end up giving up a goal, it's like, well, I, I don't know. Like, what what did you expect? Like, you can't, your weaknesses at this point in, in the season, basically what I'm trying to say is your weaknesses are going to be exploited. And I'm not surprised when they start losing by things like that. And, and you can't fix it all at one time. Like, we made no moves to fix anything, so you just have to fix things internally. Yes. And they have done a better job uh, as of late on like the power play, right? But uh, the face-offs and that sort of stuff, they've got to work. They're gonna, they're going to correct that with maybe some off-season moves, uh, their draft picks, all that sort of good stuff. So uh, that just sets the table for me. And now that we are much more well versed in the Seattle Kraken and watching them and being invested in them, yeah. we can now get into the 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 weeds and like deep down and start playing chess with Ronnie Francis. Yeah, and being like, we need in the draft, we need like a face-off specialist. In the draft, we need some speedy penalty killers. We need yes. somebody who can snipe on the power play. We might we need another maybe offensive defenseman, that sort of thing. You know, so I'm with you. You know, so what's what's cool is we're learning about this. And then this is the this game. So last night's game, we're recording on Tuesday morning. Um Monday night's game against the stars again was like just so weird because we told you at the beginning of the podcast we were blacked out here. We couldn't really watch it. We I honestly have not watched any footage from the game yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't watch any recap before this podcast. Appreciate your bad, honesty. Bad Just podcast. No host. work into it whatsoever. But Zero for that. I'm glad one. people listen to us. For Zero recap. for that one. I just got lots of <laughs> lots of uh, uh, takes. Um, but this game, just I, I don't want to. I don't want to watch the highlights. I'm not no, going to go back. No, don't. It wasn't. It wasn't fun. Um, the quick recap of it was as good as the PK has been for the Seattle Kraken. Going to this game, they have stopped 31 out of 33 power play opportunities. So their PK was humming. We've been talk. We talked about it in last week's episode because Nick Olchek, friend of the pod. Um, might be envy of the pod now. He started his own podcast now. No, do we have I do like, no, I'm just kidding. I like your tweets. Like we support anything Nick does. Also, too, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pumped to listen to that podcast because he gets access to all the players and shit. I know. We need I'm to talk jealous. to him. Little and be jelly. Like, hey, after they talk to you, can can we get the sloppy seconds? Sloppy seconds. Yeah, I'm cool yeah. with that. Yeah, that's totally fine. Only if he calls it that. Yeah, he's got to call it, which that. he won't. Good, no, because he's too nice. He is too he's nice. too respectful. Well, we'll, t- we'll work on him. We'll work on. Yeah, him. we'll turn him into a into a real what piece if we, of shit. What if we turn him into a degenerate? No chance, but we can try. I'm, I'm definitely hey, going to try. That is, I'm going to add that. I'm going to add that Turn to our Nick intro. Check into a piece. No, of our shit. intro is this: is uh, let's see, podcast Seattle Kraken fans. Those new and old hockey. The hockey fans are looking to have fun along with you. Try to go let's do everything in Seattle Kraken the NHL, mm-hmm. and we're a, a podcast that's trying to turn Nick Olchick into a degenerate. There you go. Perfect. Whew. Okay. Now we have that. put it on the whiteboard. So, yep. so yeah, they they've stopped 31 out of 32 the last uh, opponent power play opportunity. So the P, the PK has been doing really good, and they've been doing this since like late January. But you know, again, you go up against a really good team that has a lot of scoring opportunities. Something that you and I talked about when we were previewing these uh, the games. I talked about Rupe. You talked about Jason Robertson. Jason Robertson scores. It's his 39th goal of the season. The Kraken end up giving up three power play goals on the night, and when you do that, you're not going to win. They end up losing five to two. 
All right, so we're moving on. The Dallas Stars came in, stomped all over us, yeah. and they, you and know. They, and guess what? They're, they're, you know, they remain first in the central. They basically had a test of their own, right? Like, everyone at this point right now who's, like, jostling for playoff position is looking at these games, and these games mean something to them. They mean something to the Kraken because we're obviously fighting in the Pacific and doing our thing. But, you know, so is Dallas. They're trying to stay on top of the central, and they did just that, and they won those games um, on the road, and that's a big. Those are two big statement wins for Dallas, unfortunately. So let's talk about the playoffs. Let's talk about the standings uh, for the playoffs. Um, uh, Joey just mentioned in the Central, you've got the Stars, Wild, Avs, one, two, three, right? Mm-hmm. In the Pacific, it's the Golden Knights, the Kings, and then us. And here's how it works: is Edmonton's a point behind. They're a point behind. As long as we can stay ahead of of Edmonton, right? Then we don't have to worry about fighting for the wild card spot. Okay, so there's a couple of different things at play here. It's like we got a cut in a couple of weeks. We got the Predators games coming up. So they are sitting at and now the wild card spot. We've got Edmonton with 80 points, like Joey just said, one behind us. And with Winnipeg, uh, they are have 79 points. Right. And the next closest teams tied are the Predators and the Flames. The Flames can't really get shit consistent um, and the Preds are kind of started to, they, they were expect, you know, they kind of sold at the, at the trade deadline. So nobody really expected them to make a push, but here they are doing their thing. Kind of like how the Predators do. They just do it by, you know, team by committee. Right. So what I'm saying here is this is I think that what the Kraken have showed us all season long is that they're consistent in at least, uh, not falling apart. And I don't think they're falling apart. I think everything's okay. They're, we're sitting, what? Uh, I can't do the math here, but we're like 18 games out or 17 games out or left in the season. Mm-hmm. And that's what's cool is everybody that we're facing right now in the Pacific is sitting at 67 games played, in, including the Oilers. So it's really coming down to, like, this week's matchup against the Oilers is very big. Yeah, you you could argue this is the biggest matchup of the season that's coming up. Also, too, I'm going to say the, these two games are super important because the last time we played the Sharks, they embarrassed us. We should not have lost the Sharks. The Sharks are one of the worst teams. Uh, they're the third worst team in the NHL, or maybe the second worst team in the NHL. We have got to beat the Sharks. And if, if the weird crack and shit math uh, works out, you know, we are on the road at San Jose, which makes me worried for Saturday when Edmonton comes here. And Edmonton has been pretty hot. The, the Oilers beat the Bruins in Edmonton on Saturday night. Yeah. They beat the Bruins. The Bruins, the team that everybody talks about. The Bruins, the Bruins, they're the best in the list. Oh, you mean the team that Seattle shut out in their own barn? You mean the, that team? Another prediction. Kraken beat... Uh, win the cup before Philadelphia and the Boston Bruins lose in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. They are not going to the cup. Who are they going to lose to? Uh, I don't know how to do the math here on the on the <laughs> the standings. I just wanted to who. put you on the spot, make you I uncomfortable. Know. Well, I don't know who's going to like again. I'm not used to this. Uh, uh, although it's been around for like eight years, this playoff seating. So uh, I'm going to guess that the Bruins lose to, and I don't know who's going to play who first, but the Devils. Okay. I think the Devils are hot. I think the Devils are looking really good. The Rangers can't haven't gotten their shit together yet with Kane. Uh, Pittsburgh's really heating up. They're a scary team. They know how to win. Um, the Isles are like a weird... I think they're sitting in a wild card spot. The Isles could be good. Um, That's just not a team you want to face in the playoffs are the, are the Isles. I don't know what to think about the Leafs either. I don't. They fit, they keep learning how to how to win, right? They, they they keep learning how to do it. What I don't like about the Leafs, and I want because I'm saying I want them to lose. Besides everything, fan that, base, yeah, is that um, they exist. Austin Matthews, right? Austin with an uh, with an eye, with an eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is he's kind of injured. But he's grinding through. Other people in the team have to step up. Yeah, they're a tougher team all around. You know, so long story short, what I'm going to say, and again, you can correct me if I'm not thinking about this right, because I, in the moment, I can't think about the playoff seating, but my thought is, and somebody's going to be like, nah, that wouldn't be technically possible. The Devils and the Bruins couldn't play each other. But that's what my prediction is for these two conference finals. <laughs> I think the Devils upset the Bruins, and then we can finally laugh at the Bruins and get done with talking about how great this team is. Like, I'm 
fucking tired of it. So anyway, I love it. Earmuffs. I love it. You're really upset here. Yeah, I, for for whatever. Kraken are in. The, cra- the Kraken are going to make the playoffs. Make playoffs. And I'll eat crow for that because I said they weren't going to do it for some reason. February twentieth, we let the San Jose Sharks beat us four to nothing. We got to. It's gotta one of the worst them. losses of the season. I want the boys to remember that. I'm calling it right now on Thursday night. They're mm-hmm. going to win that game. Um, they're going to win the game in San Jose. And then Saturday, like I said, you can argue biggest matchup of the season. The Edmonton Oilers are at Climate Pledge Arena. They are one point, as of right now, they are one point behind the Kraken. Everyone knows uh, Connor McDavid, Mr. McBoring. Everyone knows that guy. But they are the highest scoring team in the NHL. They, they average 3.85 goals per game. I'm, predict, I'm, I'm assuming that Grubauer is going to get the start. Uh, in net that night and that we'll see Jonesy against San Jose. He needs to be ready uh, because this team isn't fucking around. I have no idea how this game is going to go. The reason why this is such a big game is obviously not because of the playoff standings, because obviously that's that doesn't need to be said. We've already mentioned that, but going back to what you said about the home stuff and like the quote I read about Vince Dunn, this team needs to fucking figure out how to win at home. And now in the last stretch of these games for the March playoffs, when you have a team coming in like Edmonton who doesn't mess around, they're one point behind you in the standings, you need to defect your home ice. This is a game that they need to win. I'm saying it right now. I hope they feel that way. Dude, I want to see I want to see the crowd go nuts. I want that crowd to be like next level playoff atmosphere action. I need like whoever does like the game day stuff for the Seattle Kraken, I hope they figure out something special for this game. Like hand out fucking free towels if you what have you to. Do. Like let's get this environment going a little bit, uh, you know? Do, you're right. No, you're right. That's exactly I'm right. serious. So like what was cool is and and they still do this is like Winnipeg the Jets, like I'll never forget they do these whiteouts, right? They would do the whiteouts. I'm at, such at home. a huge fan of that. Yeah. And I love that shit and the and so and and we know that Kraken uh, uh, employees and team members listen to this podcast. Like, and I'm not even trying to joke around. I know I know y'all listen, yeah. and thank you for that. They hit us up usually just correcting us because we're idiots. We and fuck my, up. All yeah, time. they just laugh at us, which is <laughs> fine. I don't care. Just a listen's a listen. You know that's it. it counts and stats. It's all that matters. You can laugh as all you want. But dude, you yes. So, so I'm gonna tell you this, Joey. Personally, my vibes feel very off this week. I don't know why. Yeah, they feel off for I'm me too. Super off. I'm with you. I don't I'm know what's you. going on. Not I'm, sleeping I'm the great. Same way. It's the, to fucking spring forward. Dude, I slept like ass last night. It doesn't help. I got blackout drunk on Saturday. That's true. Threw up all over a trough, and then I yeah. passed out on a count. Yeah, anyways. No, I'm, I feel you, man. I was up, my, We went out to a friend's dinner that didn't start till 8.30. I didn't get home till midnight. I was up till <laughs> 1 o'clock, which for me is like, plus the time change. No, so I'm totally yeah. screwed up. So I say this because, like, first of all, San Jose, like, we got to win that game for many reasons. is like to get our cred back, yeah. but also, like, we need those points. Yeah. And then what I don't like, man, is like it's a matinee game against Edmonton. Oh, I didn't even notice the time. That's why I looked it up. It's what at time three in it? the afternoon. Is that a nationally televised game? And that is that three. I'm looking at ESPN, so that might be three Eastern. Um, so five o'clock. Wait, is that three Eastern? Was that five o'clock? That's, that's, that's one o'clock. o'clock. That's one o'clock. No, that yeah, twelve noon. That's twelve. Yeah. So it'd be two o'clock for us. Yes. In Central math. I don't know, man. We just sprang forward. I don't know. All right. My time's all screwed all right. up. I know. I know. I'm messed just up. I can't sleep. I'm waking up at four now in the morning. I don't know why. <laughs> so I'm worried about this. But so like now, now that we're talking through this, we're doing our cracking shit therapy. I did not know it was matinee hockey. Now I'm really nervous. Now I'm talking through this. Now I'm starting to feel a little bit of change internally in my little in my belly, right? In my gut, right? I'm not. I don't feel I'm good about to feel it. I don't like, feel good about a matinee what if we hockey flip game flop? I don't feel good about it at home. Matinee, totally weird. I don't know. I'm just thinking, I don't know what, look, we're in. I have a wedding that day, too. I don't even know shit. if I'll be able to watch the fucking game. It better be on TV. How are there always weddings, too? I just, you know. I don't have shit going on. I hate that I do. Soccer games, I hate I that I do. I, weddings are badass. I would totally go. I'm over it, dude. I've, I've, see, I've no. seen enough. Wait I regret you, making friends. Wait till you, a couple Jeff, years I am waiting. And all your friends. I am waiting for it, because I don't want to go to anymore. I don't want to go to anymore. I'm do you done. Have the heat on in here? I'm tapped I out. just like. No, you're you're always sweating. God We've already it. discussed. No, this. you heat on you. Son also, of you a got bitch. like all the buttons on your shirt buttoned up. I don't know why. Go shirtless. You're like a preacher right now. God. <laughs> all right. I'm trying to say this is, I'm starting to now feel the like the sort of like alternate universe energy and being like, you know what? Screw it. We, look, our home record sucks. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm feeling. I don't care. You right now, Kraken Pod fam, Kraken fam, whatever you call yourself. I don't know what it takes for you. Like, if you're taking the kids. 
Give them 50 Capri Suns. I want them freaking hyped. I want them running up and down the stairs. They won't fall down. Don't worry. They'll be okay. Bowie will catch them. Uh, I want you, uh, if you're, you know, if you don't drink, I want you like so hydrated. I want you sugared up. I want you to eat some Sour Patch Kids, whatever it is, like come in there. If you're a drinker, I want you cranked. And I want you cranked, not on just like, oh, I'm going to have a beer. I want you cranked. And you can do beers for beers, which would be awesome. Yeah, bring your koozie to the freaking uh, arena and just start pounding some tall boys. But I want you, I, yeah, exactly. I want you cranked up on like Jaeger bombs, Red Bull <laughs> vodkas. Like I need that place pumping. No, I know. I'm with you. I, I'll I, do I, my part. Yeah. I will drink. I will day drink in yeah. New Orleans yeah. area. Well, that's, that's a very admirable dedication of you. I, how about this? I will hold up a sign mm-hmm. and take a picture of myself and say day drink in the New Orleans area for the Seattle crowd. That is a very lengthy sign. That's going to be, that's what I'm going to do. I have one more poster board You're like left. guy with sign, but I have nah. a blank poster board left from my son's last project. Okay. So it'll say, what you should it say? Think about the, you should reword that. It's I'm day lengthy. drinking for the Seattle Kraken in the New Orleans area. That's still a little long, but we'll, we'll workshop this. It's fine. No, it's got to be it. <laughs> you should see how many freaking markers and shit we have because we have three kids. It's yeah, crazy. I'm sure there's a lot. I have so much ink. I They're can, doing that thing I do when I was a kid. I was just like, just huff them in class. Just yeah. take a little sniff. A little. Yeah. I'm not raising Joey degenerate children. <laughs> Good Lord. Hey, hey, kids, that's what I do. I go after the podcast recording sesh, I come back and be like, hey, kids, don't be like Uncle Joey, please. Yeah. Don't be like podcast Uncle Joey. But also don't be like your dad and sniff markers until you have to do finger math when you're in your 40s, you know? I'll never, I'll admit that freely. <laughs> Look at my business acumen. <laughs> Just saying. All right, all right, all right, all right. So. Moving we can on. do this. We got two games. What if Berkey comes back? I haven't seen any updates on him. I'm not holding my breath. I would have passed out two weeks ago. Okay. I, I, so anyway, all right. So there you go. That's your crack and reaction. I'm starting to force myself to come out of my funk. I'm using this podcast recording sesh to come out of this weirdness. I can tell. It's good. Uh, for many things, I am sweating though still. You are, yeah. A lot of, you got a lot Sorry, of buttons going on. Now oh, you're burping. Man, I, what is, you're just admitting. All, no, leave that in. All right. I, uh, You're just letting it all out. I had a carbonated uh, soda. I had a carbonated soda water before, LaCroix. Okay. So now I'm feeling, anyway, I'm feeling gassy. Yeah, those things. <sighs> burp, burp city. You know what I need to do, though? What, to really, what I really need to do is I need to get back on track with my good vibes parlays because, you know, it's just... It's, we got to take the winnings from the Beneers Calder. They should just cash us out early, I wish honestly. we could. You they probably really could look should. it up and see what it says. You pr- I could if I needed the money, but like... I have a number in my head is that like I put 200 bucks in I'm under that now yeah. and I'm not putting any more in yeah so it is what it is anyway that's all right we're about to be we're about to uh have that thing uh refilled once that Calder vote comes that's right out. well I'm I'm uh, I'm having a blast though I'm still having fun with the DraftKings Sportsbook app um there's so much I mean we're in the middle of March Madness which is crazy we've got uh, golf going on of course hockey all over the place I absolutely love DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, there's tons of ways to bet on your favorite sports. Uh, there's tons of awesome things you can do, like same-game parlays. But here's the thing is if you're a new cu- new customer, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a risk-free bet up to 1000 bucks. Risk-free, right? Make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. So... You can get in on every kind of sport. There's same-game parlays. They make it easy for you. There's so many cool things to do. Uh, Check it out. Make sure you check out DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is very safe, very secure. There's like two, I don't know what you call that, but it's like, you know, there's like five different ways to to get into it. So nobody's going to break into that thing. It's reliable. You deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN, the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So. That was, that was good. Thank you very much. I like that ending. <laughs> no dumb questions. No dumb questions. This is something that we do where other podcasts, they, they hate it when you don't know everything because they're so nerdy. Like they want to know, like they, they're trying to analyze everything. And here we are just screwing around talking about sweating and burping and it's all that sort of stuff, right? So you, as a fan of hockey, whether you've been around for a long time or maybe you're new to hockey, you, you can ask us anything at all. We will not judge you and we'll help you find the answer in a segment we call No Dumb Questions. Excuse me, I'd like to ask you a few questions. So, Joey, what is this week's no-dumb question? 
So I kind of came up with this on my own because I was doing some research and looking into different questions. And I encourage people that reach out to us with no doubt, which we very much appreciate. But we're at a point now where it's like 70% of the time they're asking questions that we've definitely already addressed. If you go into our podcast and like at the top, you can like search for words, just like search for certain words that you're looking for. Because if we did a no dumb questions on it, it'll be in the title of that episode. So I'm just throwing that information out there. That's cool. So people can check that out. So this week's no dumb question comes from I was looking up some like random hockey facts, just continue like trying to continue to, to grow in my knowledge in the game and this came up, and I was like, this is really interesting. So the question is, which NHL team once drafted a player that did not exist? Did you, did you know this story? I'm starting to think about it. I'm starting to, I'm starting I don't to- want to talk about it. I want to see if you know anything about this story, if it like rings a bell, or you're like, holy shit, what are you talking about? I want to know where your head's at before I, before I give the answer here. So it, I, I don't remember it, but if you start talking about it, and I say, oh, yeah, I remember that, are you going to think I'm lying? Yes. Okay, well, what's the answer? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is uh, the Buffalo Sabres in 1974. Oh, no way. In the 11th round of the draft, they drafted, and quote, star center Taro Tsujimoto from the Tokyo Katanas of the Japan Ice Hockey League. Now, at that time, the Japan Ice Hockey League did exist, but there was actually no team in Tokyo. So the Tokyo Katanas were completely fictional, and so was Taro Tujimoto. So this player was completely fictional, drafted uh, in the 11th round, and it was a a complete uh, prank on the entire league. The team even had a stall and a locker for him and listed him on their freaking training camp roster, and it wasn't even acknowledged from the time... The only time that the GM of the Buffalo Sabres, his name was Punch Imlock. Is that how you say his name? Punch Imlock? Imlock. Imlock. God damn it. I'm so close. Every episode, I have one mistake. I'm, I could be wrong. Er, everyone do a shot. That one. Um, I, I've, I've, I know that guy, but I could so, be wrong. Anyways, I'm just going to call him Punch. The general manager of the Buffalo Sabres, Punch, he did not acknowledge this prank until just before training camp. So from the draft until right before training camp starts, this guy's got a locker. He's on their roster. And right before training camp comes out, he is the one that finally acknowledges it. And plot twist, it's like some M. Night Shyamalan plot twist action going on here. The general manager, Punch, was the one who initiated the prank because at that time in 1974, the NHL draft process was so long that they were actually... So what they were doing was, at that time, the World Hockey Association was like starting to grow like exponentially and gain a, and gain a lot of like notoriety. And in order to protect the picks from leaking to other teams, what they were having every single team do for every single fucking pick was they would have to phone it into the league office. So the draft would take like hours and hours and hours and hours and hours over days and days and days. There was a lot of GMs across the league who were really upset over this. And they're like, this is bullshit. We're like sitting in an office for a week straight, just being on the phone because we can't leak anything to the world hockey association. And so punch has had this idea where he was going to protest this to the NHL. And the way that he did it was he decided to work with the Sabres PR director to create a fictitious team with a fictitious person and then draft that guy in the 11th round of the draft and not even bring it up until training camp was about to start. I have never heard this story in my entire life, let alone insane, right? Hockey. Insane. This is awesome. Yeah. And so a couple of a couple of random notes, and I forgot, I think his last name was like Weiner, but the the Sabres PR director, and this is not in my notes, it's just for me reading it. Uh, the Sabres PR director actually said, hey, I'm going to help you out with this. We're going, uh, there's this place I used to drive by in college all the time called Sujimoto's. And I'm going to call them and see if I can like use their name to come up with a fictitious uh, with a fictitious player. So he reached out to them. I don't think that family actually helped him out. And the reason why they went with the name Katana is because Katana's is close to Sabres. So they were just basically trying to create like a fake offshoot international team name that they could draft a player from where no one's going to ask any questions. Then he phones in the league. He's like, oh, hey, we just drafted this star center uh, Taro Tujimoto from the Tokyo Katanas and league's like, cool, ring it up. Good to go. And so, yeah, the league had to mark it down later on as like an invalid pick. That's 
Amazing. How did you find this story? I don't know. I just, I was down a rabbit hole, man. What? <laughs> and so the cool part is, is that 10 years later in 1984, Tokyo actually got their first um, hockey team that was a part of the Japan Ice Hockey League. So they combined like elements of reality, the Japan Ice Hockey League with, you know, a fictitious team and fictitious players. And that was his way of protesting the NHL draft taking way too long. That is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. I've never heard that story. And I totally, I'm sure there's a video about it too. So I want to look that up. That's pretty awesome. All right, oh, cool. There's got to be a video somewhere. Okay, that's all. Wait, good find. That's uh, no, dumb, no dumb questions. Uh, if you have a question, please hit us up in the DMs uh, anywhere. Send us an email. Let us know on the website, thecrackingpod.com, and we'll uh, hook it up. Next week, um, for no dumb questions, we've got like four or five like really fast, like rapid-fire ones okay. um, from some fans of the pod, so uh, we'll, we'll blaze through those. Sweet. Let's move into our three stars of the week. Three stars of the week is where Joey and I kind of talk about our life uh, and we rank it as if they were hockey players, uh, right? But um, <laughs> it's just things that we did. So uh, we will explain it. And, and here are your three stars of the week from the Kraken Pod. So what is your third star, Joey? I'll go for uh, The Last of Us. They had the season finale. I can't, I'm watching it. I'm not, not, not going to say anything. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. Was it awesome? It was... It was great. Some people thought it was like anticlimactic, but from someone who like knows the story of the game, I like knew exactly where it was going. Uh, I I personally loved it. Um, I thought the episode before that actually might have been my favorite from the entire season. I won't say much more about that. You'll have you'll know what I'm talking about okay. when you watch it. Um, I'm at four episode I, four. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the season finale. I, I'm just a huge fan of the series in general. Um, as someone that did not play the first game but played the second game. I know exactly, I'm not going to give anything away. There's no spoilers here, but I know what's going to happen next season. And if people thought that the first season really fucked with them, they're about to be destroyed. Like season two is going to like do a number on people. I'm really excited to see how the show uh, goes about uh, telling the story. But uh, yeah, I love the show. I'm sure we're going to have to wait like two years or something like that for season two to come out. This is kind of how these things work now. Um, I know they were shooting the first season for over 200 days. So it's going to be a while before we get season two. But season one was great. And I am uh, excited for you know season two and what, uh, 2025 or whatever it is. Okay, that's badass. Uh, because how would you say... Is how closely is it following the game? Very interesting. Yeah, very. So I, I, I think what they I think what they do a good job of is they'll um like they'll do not like offshoot episodes, but I like the I like the cold opens. I like that to kind of get more in depth. Um, I think there was a one in like episode two that was awesome when they like spent some time like Indonesia with like a scientist and everything. Yeah, that was um, neat. that was great. And then um, I, I like how they uh, how they'll take some time to do like Bomb some the city to do like some character development on some characters that not like throwaways in the video game, but like people that you don't really get to know. But they do a really good job of like kind of um, getting into the weeds behind these people. So I really like what they're doing. It's it's an amazing show. Yeah, I absolutely love it, yeah. uh, and it's it's a great. Joey continually just has the best recommendations for media. So. It's cool. He knows other things other than uh, uh, Seattle Kraken hockey, which is impressive. I watch TV. Uh, <laughs> so, dude, like, I, like my whole my whole thing just revol like my whole life has just been children's sports, and it's getting intense. Uh, soccer is my third star. Soccer is uh, last weekend. There was like five soccer games, four four soccer games that's, we had to do. Three too many. Uh, my son is really he's really good he's really good at soccer and i'm not like good because you're a dad and you're being supportive or like he's like out there kicking ass good. no he's kicking ass like okay. he in the first quarter of his game and he's seven so he's like on the verge of they, going they to go the, by quarters not halves uh they go by quarters yeah interesting yeah. in this in this deal right gotcha. um he's moving up to the he's getting out of like the more of like the kids rec league and going into more of like the it's called academy it's like the training it's oh, like the actual yeah. big like practices they're like doing drills and stuff like Absolutely. that like it's they getting have a, real it's not volunteer coaches anymore it's actual soccer coaches yeah. So that's next, that's next season. And it was, it's just impressive to see, like my wife played soccer. She's was very good. Mm -hmm. Um, she was like on a state championship high school team. She was fantastic. Right. And, um, Ford got it because it all kind of came together. He's got a really good coach right now. Yeah. Um, and he's had a good coach for years who, who really is a big soccer fan and knows soccer really well, plays soccer, all this sort of stuff. Anyway, it kind of came together. Like the first quarter Ford was, uh, slowly tic-tac-toeing between players. Like he was thinking. And yeah. it was cool to watch that as a dad and as a sports fan, 
uh, you know, as a parent, along with my wife, we both were like, wow, this is awesome. He's so putting it, was, it all together. He was you put, can like see him processing it on the field. He was. He would just like, you know, if somebody if somebody else had the ball, he would just walk up, put his ball, his foot on the ball, stop the ball, make a little move, juke around them. And he's also, the most impressive part is we still have kids on the team who are like, pass her the ball, pass her the ball, pass her the ball. And Ford's thinking about it. He's yeah. think, he understands how to make passes. He's, he's, he's uh, you know, leading people with the pass. Nice. So he's just, it's just coming together for him. You have like a mini, like a Pulisic on your hands. Is that how you say it? last name Kristen Pulisic yeah I don't know I don't know is. I have no idea what he's like the he's like the U.S. home he's like from Pennsylvania and Dude, he's like one of the best players on the U.S. men's national team. I know nothing about soccer other than Jesus. the fact I like watching my kids play so that's my number okay, th- that's well. my three and my daughters are also really they love soccer they're really I don't we'll see who, which of the twins can if they both continue on but if they just put the damn effort in they're really one of the best players out there but we're just trying to get them to not think about butterflies so <laughs> It's like the most adorable thing I've ever It heard. is adorable. Yeah. All right. So there you go. What's your second star? <laughs> uh, my second star is just the Irish Channel Parade. I've, I think I've, uh, I've shared enough in the opening of this episode, but it was a really good time. I was not planning on, you know, leaving my house at 1 o'clock and returning p.m. and returning home at, you know, 9 a.m., but sometimes in New Orleans, these things happen. So yep. um, it, was a, it was a hell of a marathon. It was a hell of a block party. Um, it was great to just hang out with friends all day, ended up doing like an unintentional bar crawl. There was one bar that did save me, um, later on down the road. And this is after the trough incident. I actually went to like a, like a couple other bars after that, which says all sorts of things about me. And, uh, I ended up at, uh, this little neighborhood bar. And for whatever reason, this will happen sometimes like someone at the bar will just cater food in there and they'll just give it away for free. They're just like, here you go. Like you'll walk into a bar no. and they'll have like a plethora of food laid out. And it's just for people that are at the bar. And this bar is like not a big bar. There's only a couple of people there, which is my kind of the spot. I like my neighborhood, you know, shithole dives anyways. And at this point I am beyond hungry and I walk in and there's these massive platters of like fresh, like hot, delicious chicken and then the other Ooh, platter was like me on that. the other platter was like these finger sandwiches. Uh, and so I sat at the bar and I ate probably like ten finger sandwiches and like five pieces of chicken. I was so hungry. I've been drinking like all that day. Scene out of Gremlins all oh yeah. And they dude. ate fried chicken at yeah. midnight. Like you can't give me water. Greasy yeah. lips. Oh dude, just yeah, it was ridiculous. So I grubbed the I grubbed the hell down. Um, that bar saved my life. So yeah, man, just Irish Channel Parade, New Orleans, uh, always a always a really good time. I'm and jealous. now, and now I feel like I already celebrated St. Patty's Day. You know, like I know it's coming up in a couple of days here. I like that they do this Irish Channel parade uh, before actual St. Patty's Day because now I'm like, you know, I got a wedding up this coming up weekend. Yeah. I've already done my St. Patty's thing. I'm good. Like I, I, I did it right. I'm actually going to a guy's lunch uh, for St. Patrick's Day. Nice. But I'm not like I used like you know what's cool is back in the day growing up in Michigan, uh, St. Patrick's Day was awesome because it was finally like starting to be you know 48 degrees and sunny, yes, right? Yes, yes. So you'd go out and you have green beers. Yes, this is a big party. Yes. We're out and like you just spend the day doing getting drunk and da da da. You know I was 12, and um, you know <laughs> I wasn't 12. Come on. This is in my twenties for you know sure. What? I just realized I I should have realized that I was going to be in trouble when I got out of the barber shop and I had been in there just casually drinking Jameson and now it's like two in the afternoon and as I'm driving to the parade, awesome. I had the sunroof open in my car and I was blasting the soundtrack from The Departed. Ah, uh, yeah, I was like in go mode. That's a moment. Yeah, I was in go mode. That's a moment where you yeah. just enjoy that. And yeah. then later on when you're barfing, you're like, man, I wish I could rewind back yeah. to that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my second star is the end of flag football. I'm ready. I'm, I'm pumped right now. We got, I think we're, we're a playoff team, which is pretty cool. I feel uh, like you're just rotating your stars every week. It's no, like I know. Flag this football my, was two, now Joey, it's three. This is my life. Okay. Work, family at home, uh-huh. dealing with good times, dealing with the... <laughs> Got to go to your room for a little while. Sports. Okay. My wife and I maybe go out on a weekend once a month, yeah. and that's it. Why at the house? We're Why in the, the grind, house? dude. And it's, yeah. it's you know, so flag football and coaching, and uh, I did get chirped on the sideline by a parent. Like I, a serious chirp. I, my wife overheard it. It was that we were no play, way. we were playing we were playing the best. I feel like your wife would like drop the gloves. She totally oh, your would. wife. I could she see your would. wife being like, "Oh, well, she, you want to talk to my husband?" She told me, so that was good. She told me. She's like, "I don't yeah. want to tell you, but I'm gonna tell you." Like, All right, good. I don't want to tell you, but I want to get your wild up. <laughs> well, guess what? I guess what's gonna happen? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure a play on Friday night's game goes directly to that 
that fuck that parents kid. Fuck that. I would and, do the opposite. And, no, and, and you're the, cut. I'm no, I'm no. The kids are awesome. I love these kids. But the parent and not, the parents are cool. I get it. I get it. But like, what was the chirp? Are it was the, the chirp was like it was the end of the game. We were losing. We didn't get mercy though. We were losing to the. Our, we have the worst, the toughest schedule in the league. I looked at everybody's schedule. You're just justifying. There's 12 teams. No, we we have the we <laughs> our three losses have come against one, two, three in the league out of 12 uh-huh. teams. Yeah. Right. And the we got mercyed by the. One and two, mm-hmm. right at the time. Now the current number one, who rose to the top to be undefeated, we lost thirty-two to twelve, which is not we we uh, we gave up a couple of um, pick sixes. Oh, those so kill it was you. a little tighter than it than it, the score seems. Okay. And at the end of the game, we were just trying to score another touchdown. And yeah. apparently, as uh, we had an awesome play, and I was moving quickly and trying to get uh, my boys in position, and I picked the same play but had a different outcome. And apparently, on the sideline from the parent that my wife heard was like, "That's the play you're going to pick for the last play of the game." And I was like, and she told me later, I was like, "Okay." All right. Well, then your, your kid's getting the ball in the game. I'm going to give it to your kid, who's awesome. And really, I do want that kid to get the ball. Uh-huh. And I want him to do well. And then we'll see. And then you see what you think. So anyway, so mm. I'm, to the end of flag football. Killing this parent with kindness. I would be such a dick. I'm like, are you fucking talking to me? No, I, I would not. <laughs> they're, they're cool. I get it. Because you, know you know what it made me think of is I was that. I was in Ford's first season. Um, there were, It's for volunteer coaches, right? And and the the first season, it was a couple of guys that I didn't know. And there were a couple of times on the sideline. I was like, oh, what are these guys doing? And like, And I now look back and be like, God bless those dudes for stepping up. It's hard to corral. First of all, this is first in kindergarten. Yeah, I'm in second, third, right? Yeah. So, so like the fact that they did, it's just hard as shit. So like, it honestly, karma came back to me because there was a couple of times where like they should have done this and this and this, which is it's fucking hard because you got. I'd, I'm, I'd much rather be the parent who's like got a beer in his hand talking shit to the coach. Well, that I'm guy also saying. had a beer in his hand, yeah. which is awesome. You know, he really is a good dude. But it was like, all right, all right, all right. I took, I'm going to take that take that note. So anyway, the end of flag football. As much as I love it, I'm I spend way too much time thinking about it. And yeah, I'm I can way tell. too much time stressing over it. So um, I'm going to later on tonight, I'm going to work on my uh, laminated plays and uh, get them all ready. So I like it. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. What's your first star? <sighs> my first star is wedding season. But you just said you hated it. Yeah, but it's happening. And I'm right back in it again. And I feel like I didn't even get a break. I have one this Saturday, another sometime either at the end of March or into April. And then I have like back to back in August. And it's like, I don't even remember having this many friends. I mean, like, honestly, I'm fucking tired. Like, you, I don't. Are you in them? In the weddings or just going? Uh, no, but like important guests. Like, I definitely can't miss it. You know, it's one yeah. of those things. It's like, yeah. it's not like, like a casual. Is it here? It's here. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. Which I'm excited for. It'll be good. There will be a day when you don't get invited to weddings. And I want that day. Until 20 years from now. I want that day, When you're going to kids' weddings. I'll just never have kids. I'm going to get a vasectomy. No, 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 not for you. You don't have to. You do you, man. But I'm saying, like, your friends will have kids, and in 20 years, 25 years, you are going to be going to their kids' weddings. I'll just stop talking to all my friends. Problem solved. That's when it's awesome. How is that awesome? It sounds exhausting. Because you're going to be ready to go back to I'm old and grumpy now. You want to see me in 20 fucking years? I'll be like like the get-off-my-lawn guy. Unless you're 50. And still being a degenerate puke fest at bars. Don't put things past me. Which you could be. I okay, could well, be. Yeah, you yeah. never know. You might be looking for something to do. I, I don't know. All I know is that I'm a little tired from it, but it, it'll be fine. Like it's it's gonna be a good time. I know I'll have fun once I get there. It's just the whole like I gotta put on a suit and see a bunch of people and be like, How have you been? What have you been up to? Oh, yeah, the small talk. You hate Fucking it. Fucking shoot oh, me in the face. I there's I'm a lot have, of small talk. That might be the so biggest much, yeah. event where there's small talk. The yeah. number one rule I have, if I go with anyone anywhere that I know, and again, this is going back to last week's conversation. If I'm going with anyone anywhere and I know I'm gonna be stuck in small talk hell, I will literally grab them before I walk in. I will say, Don't fucking leave my side. Because I've been to parties before where, like, I've been with somebody and, like, they're the person that knows God. most people. Oh and, like, I have to be the one who's like, oh, hey, what, what do you do for – I have to be, like, that guy and I'm not that guy. And when they, like, leave your side, like, oh, I'm going to go say hi to so-and-so. In my mind, I'm, like, panic mode now. 
panic mode because now I'm standing alone <laughs> and I will pretend I'm like, oh, I'm going to go use the restroom and I'll just go in a stall and just sit there and play games on my phone until this person's like, hey, I'm done meeting. I'm like, cool, I'll come out now. Like, I'm not fucking doing this. I'm not doing this. Joey, I think I'm not even kidding. You need to, whether you do it through chat GPT or whatever, you need to write like a, a, a short essay on how to avoid small talk. Pretend you have to go to the bathroom. Well, the reaction some from, games on your phone. The reaction from last week's uh, uh, podcast talking about that. Yeah, it's very, un- very understanding. A lot of supportive people. Yeah. So like small talk is fucking brutal, man. No one should enjoy that. No one in their right mind should enjoy being like, so what do you, how, how's work? It can be going? exhausting. It's a lot, man. It, what, it's exhausting it's a lot when, of you, bullshit. when you run through, the, when you're, when it goes like the past the 10 minute mark where well, you're it's like, also you like, get through all the things, then you're like, what the hell do you talk about? It's also like shallow and bullshit and transactional. Like, let's get to some real conversations. Like I like, I legitimately, I love getting to know people on like an intimate level, like getting to like who they are as a person right. and me running into somebody being like, tell me about your nine to five. Like, I don't fucking give a shit. Like, I just, I don't care. You're pretending to care. I'm pretending to care. And I don't want to pretend anymore. That's awesome. Sounds like just people out there that are just, you're getting stuck with people who just talk with themselves a lot. Maybe it was that. Uh, yeah, there's all, I mean, people also love to do that. And so Lord knows they love the small talk. No, like, oh, great. An opportunity to fucking, bre- it's like the people that send you like a card for like every holiday of like them and their fucking kids. Like, dude, we get it. Just fucking chill out. You need out. a t-shirt that says, ask me about how much I hate small talk. Yeah. <laughs> also, don't send me holiday cards with your family. I don't give a fuck. Damn. Yeah. Just really, we stopped doing it. Yeah. We stopped doing it. It's, it's too much. It's too much. A yeah. big effort. Yeah, I used to, and then I used to get ones where like uh, the family on the back would write like in detail, like "Oh, so and so graduated hey, from fifth that. grade That's this year," it, man. and this one's doing this and do. that, and I'd be like, I would like throw it in the trash. Like, why the fuck do I care that your <laughs> that your kid can now color in the lines, dude? I don't even celebrate Hanukkah. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. Anyways, that's exactly what it's for. But <laughs> that's good. I'm, you're off the list. I know Save what I work. I know what I like, and I know what I don't. If we recoup, if we restart it again, then you listen. Won't get if one. you're that important in my life, I'm gonna have phone conversations with you. I'll Facetime. I'll see your kids. I'll hang. Out, I'll know what's going on. I don't need a card with a fucking 900 word essay about how little Timmy just graduated from Catholic middle school. My I favorite part is we constantly we always spell shit wrong and we don't we just that's rush yeah, to that's do it. great that's actually pretty cool yeah we spell shit or wrong. you should let the kids write their is own, it on purpose you, maybe here's what I would do I would actually let the kids write their own bios like okay you have two sentences write whatever you want and it's like I idea. love butterflies that's I a love great that's idea. what I'm, that I would I would love cards All right, like that. if we do it. Yes. This year. You should do that. We'll steal that idea. That's a great idea. I would love a card like that. I'd be like, this is adorable. It's cute. Should like, we put on a crack? <laughs> we should. But also, <laughs> in, a, in a real thing, too, it could be cool because you could, like, chronicle, like, the growth of your kids. Like, see what they write about every year. Like, what was important to them at That's that time. That's why you do the cards, I'm just really. saying. That's why you do it. See, I'm, see, I'm a thinker. I'm just innovating. Okay, I'm, I write that down as All a right. note. Right. As, as a pl- something we want to do, but don't. We're way off track. Right. I'm sorry. My first star is the merch. The mer- you know what it is? It's not just the merch going out. It's the fact that you all, you are lis- you listening, getting merch, you're sharing it. Like, you're excited to actually get it. That blows my mind, blows Joey's mind. The fact that you, like, you were pumped to get these shirts that we created all together because you all just, you know, listen and, you know, we you, you talk to us on social media and we make jokes about this shit and you're into it and we're into it and we're all sharing these moments and it's awesome to see that. So the fact that you are tweeting and putting it on Facebook and... Throwing it on TikTok, which you probably haven't seen because I haven't signed it in a while. And now it's on the, you know, it's on the twins at Climate Pledge. Right. Dead Pixel, all of that Root stuff, Root Sports, man. for whatever reason, thank you, supports Root us. So thank you so much. Keep sharing that stuff. Once my shit shows up, I will share it. I don't know if it will. I I'm felt a shirt doubts. in person. I did feel a shirt in person. One of my friends ordered one. Yeah. And I was at his house and he like showed up wearing it. I was like, oh shit. That's awesome. And I like, I was like, kind of, but was you like, didn't promote the show by taking a picture of it. I did not. I just God left. Damn it. Yeah. Well, also he's the same way as me. He's like, I'm not a t-shirt model. Don't take a fucking photo. I'm like done. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Got some rosy friends. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I did, I did like, I did like grab this shirt and I felt, it. I was like, oh, this is really, he's like, dude, it's great material. It good. was very soft. It's very nice material. Right. Good. It, it was a great fit. I can't wait to sweat in it. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, you're going to sweat right through it. The light blue just right. drenched. If you haven't got your merch, let us know. It'll show up. Keep tagging us at Kraken Pod everywhere. Thank you so much for listening to this. The Kraken will make the playoffs. We've got to beat the Sharks. We've got to beat the Oilers. This is, this is a must win week after some rest. So let's get Berkey back and let's do it. Let us know what you think. Hit those reviews, and we will leave you with a chirp of the week, okay? we I wish I had the audio of the guy chirping me on the football field. Um, we could use that. But anyway, 
A chirp is when a hockey player talks trash to another hockey player on the ice. And luckily, there's microphones everywhere, and we've got plenty. Do we have Vince Dunn chirping at the ref? We should make Vince Dunn chirping That's at exactly, the ref. That's exactly what do you think I'm going to pull, man. Come on now. I'm always thinking. Your, your Seattle Kraken leading point scorer and top 10 in the league in defensive scoring. It is uh, your chirp of the week. Have a great week. Let's go, Kraken. Here's Dundertaker. Ding, ding, ding. Kraken don't like that. They're screaming at the refs. Dunn is at the top of his lungs. He slams the door. He smacks his stick against the glass. He's going to get a penalty for that. So he now is going to go to the box. He might get more here. He was screaming on the bench. And the other ref makes the call.